0: Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Kate Fensky, and joining me again is David Shidnovic, CN's Director of Marketing for Grain. David, let's take a look at where things stand heading into new crop. What has the rail freight demand picture looked like since the beginning of May?
1: Well, from the first week of May through the first week of July, CN moved 4 million tons of bulk grain, compared to 3.7 million same time last year, so pretty flat. Some people have drawn parallels between 2017-18 and 2013-14, suggesting 17-18 was worse than 13-14. If that was the case, demand for rail freight right now would be strong to play catch-up, and it isn't. From week 40 to 49, back in 13-14, CN moved 4.9 million tons of bulk grain, over 20% or 900,000 tons more than this year. carry out of the six major grains, is projected to be average. Ag Canada projects all Canada carryout, which is stocks on farm and in the commercial grain handling system, at 11 million tonnes, so half a million tonnes lower than last year. Now, it's looking like that'll come in lower based on the pace of canola and wheat disappearance, but we'll see. Now, carryout of peas and lentils, however, is projected to rise from 600,000 tonnes to 1.5 million, taking overall carryout up to 12.5 million, which is 400,000 tonnes higher than last year. The high Indian import tariffs on pulses have had a very negative impact on overall Canadian exports, although demand from China for peas has taken up some of the slack, which is good.
0: What does an average carryout look like?
1: Well, the 5-, 10-, and 15-year average carryout is 12 to 12.5 million tons, and the record low in that time period was just under 8 million back in 2012-13. And back then, the crop was short, and grain companies were very aggressive marketers in the wake of the elimination of the wheat board's monopoly. Now, exports aren't the only driver of carryout. Domestic use in Canada has failed to keep up with the increase in crop production in recent years. Placing increased emphasis on bulk export movement. Compare 2003 07 versus 2013 17 average production and domestic use of the six majors plus peas and lentils. Production's increased 18 million tons in that time period, while domestic use has only increased 2.5 million tons.
0: Is rail capacity on CN limiting overall grain movement?
1: No, a million and a half to 2 million tons of rail capacity on CN alone will go unused between May and July, and more capacity will go unused until at least the mid September. The shiploader replacement project at Alliance Grain Terminal, combined with the railcar indexer project at Prince Rupert Grain, is eating into overall grain supply chain capacity to the tune of close to a million tons. Now, grain handling and trading margins are generally strongest at the West Coast at this time of year, and they always are. So in a weaker grain handling and trading margin and environment, taking that capacity out of the market hurts.
0: Now, you mentioned margins and prices. Is that contributing to the lack of grain movement?
1: Well, first, there are other grain supply chain realities that limit movement too. Farmers are in the field seeding in the spring, and grain movement slows then. Weight restrictions on provincial highways and local roads come on in early spring, and that reduces grain movement off-farm too. There's over 11 million tons of licensed grain capacity between the primary elevator system in Western Canada, plus export terminals in Thunder Bay, the St. Lawrence, Vancouver, and Prince Rupert. Millions of tons of that capacity is unoccupied now. Just 4.7 million tons of stocks in store as of week 49, and that space will continue to remain unoccupied. Grain could move off-farm into that capacity, but the market drives that movement.
0: So how do Canadian grain exports fit into overall
1: global trade? Now, Canada will export around 50 million tons of grains, oilseeds, and pulses in 2017-18. Global trade of wheat, coarse grains, pulses, and oilseeds exceeds half a billion tons annually. So it isn't a lack of overall global demand to fit into. People and animals have to eat whether it's July or October. Global wheat exports alone are 180 million tonnes against total Western Canadian production of 30 million tonnes. But a lot of countries grow wheat, and most of the world harvests their wheat crop in the late spring through the summer, making for plentiful local supplies to compete with. The dynamics for every crop Canada exports is different, but there's plenty of competition in the international market. Export competition is tough. Prices are low, and there's only so much demand in the world for high-protein, high-quality spring wheat, for example. The next step down is competing against wheat from Black Sea and other origins. Grain companies make commercial decisions about their ability to participate in export opportunities, and that drives the price of grain back in the country. And farmers make commercial decisions about whether to participate in that market at that point in time. It comes down to dollars and cents, target margins, and profitability.
0: Thanks for your time, David, and thanks for listening. For real-time updates, please visit us on Twitter at CN Railway, or find out more information at cn.ca slash grain. You're listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.